My name is Selena DeLorenta, and you're listening to I See Things a Little Differently. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Wednesday show. Welcome to I See Things a Little Differently. I am So Chemical, and this is well, this should be our finale to talking about the Arrowverse, talking about the Flash. Um, and we've done a couple of episodes on the Arrowverse. I know we did one on Arrow <clears throat> when it concluded. I know we did one on Christ on Infinite Earths, if I'm not mistaken. Um, then we did the, a legacy of one all in the archives. Um, we're going to kind of touch on a little bit of everything here because this is the finale. And I think I just told this story on air, but I love telling this story because to me, it, it just, it sums up a big part of the reason outside of the comic book aspect of it, which is why I watch some of these shows. And disclaimer, I have not been a consistent fan of The Flash in season six, right after, um, so COVID hit. And this is like right as season six was ending, if I'm not mistaken. And we already have uh, flat, um, Crisis on Infinite Earths happen, which I still think is the magna opus of this entire thing. And season six just felt off. I just didn't understand it. I wanted to understand it, but I was like, this feels weird. And I just got out of it. This went. And it's funny because I have a reason for being out other shows. Like, one show I watch consistently is Chicago PD. I don't ever watch it during the season because I know it's on Peacock. Like, all seasons are on Peacock. So, legitimately, at the end of the season, I could just binge it all at once. Um, or other shows that I just lost contact with is because I don't have cable. Well, CW has an app. It's actually not a bad app as well. So you could just cut it on and it's good to go. And um, I just, something was off. Even the beginning of season six. And like, I remember season nine of Arrow, it was eight, eight or nine, I think it was eight, of Arrow was so consumed with crisis and, and Oliver's death that you knew what that was going to be about. And I think once crisis hit, I know they changed showrunners, I know Eric Wallace has gotten a lot of stuff for it, but once they changed, once crisis hit it, it just lost direction and i get it they changed showrunners and eric one thing i do agree with everyone that's been saying this is eric wallace definitely prefers the ensemble cast as opposed to it being about one main character because it was less way less about barry barry allen and the one thing i've been consistent especially on this is if i don't care about your supporting cast i won't watch those shows like as much as i like ncis never care about abby or ducky so I didn't watch those episodes. That's why I, I can't speak to those episodes. You know, that's, that's, that's another show I got out of watching. Um, and it's still going strong. Uh, I just got out of NCIS LA because I, I didn't have cable anymore. And, and there's no real way to watch any of it. Because I tried actually getting, like, I downloaded the Paramount app. And I thought it would be all on Paramount app. No, there's nowhere to actually, unless you buy the DVDs, there's nowhere to really actually uh, watch full seasons of it and i'm not gonna pay 40 bucks for a full season of dvd i don't know where i left off at to be honest with you so anyways uh, i'm gonna touch on so many things here um one the cw president has d just said that i think i said this already in the last show on monday show part one i think um he said that you no know, cw is moving forward superheroes had their time on our network we're moving towards something else you know he's right you cannot say CW. Say what you want to about their budgeting or whatever. CW dedicated so much to superheroes, starting with Smallville. And they were trying to build a universe around Smallville that just never came to fruition. And then they got they hit gold with Arrow. 
and you can't say they didn't put their all into it for 20 plus years they've dedicated their a big portion of their uh resources to superheroes so that's not sarcasm that's just gratefulness appreciate that and appreciate the tv that we got to see and some of the things we got to see without that we wouldn't see michael rosenbaum's uh, lex luthor tom welling's superman green arrow um stephen mills green arrow grant gustin's the flash no matter what their legacies turn out to be to you we didn't get a chance to see these things and i i'm grateful for that so appreciate that so flash let's just get right into it that was the worst series finale i've ever seen in my fucking life that was awful and i watched how i met your mother season series finale and that was fucking awful too this was god awful it was awful like when i mean awful i mean awful um and i remember and you would think about this and I just found out I, I, before I, I, took, I took some time before I recorded the show. I'm recording it Sunday before I watch Double or no, before I go do what I gotta do, then watch Double or Nothing. But I took some time to do some research. So apparently, Grant Gustin got a really bad case of COVID. So a lot of a lot of places he wasn't at. But I don't care what anyone says because of where Eric Wallace had taken the show already. This was gonna be what was gonna happen anyway. I, I'm not giving him the out on this one. And. So he wasn't in a lot of key scenes. Apparently, there was already plans for it. Remember when I told you about Titans a few weeks ago? I said Titans felt like there was a bunch of ideas they had to pack into one final season. Well, apparently, there were plans for a season 10 crossover with Titans, Star Girl, like a real crossover. Not the crossover, air quotes, no air quotes, no air quotes we saw. And um, apparently, there were bigger plans for a crossover, which makes sense. But Grant Gustin didn't want to go past season 9, which, look here, he was the best part of that show. And he made a lot of shit happen when it should not have been as good as it was. His acting was fantastic. He's he deserved better. Him and Iris, I think, definitely deserved better. I, I can't. I can't. Her name is not Patton. Um, I can't remember her name, but the character, the woman that plays Iris, those two deserve better. They're they're, they're better actors. Um, but the the final four episodes start so promising with them going back and bringing us back to season one and you can literally I mean, there's this guy he's on youtube his name is pagey he actually does a great job of covering everything flash i don't know what he's gonna do now because there's youtube channels based around the arrowverse um and he does a great job of covering it and he was right when he said you can go back and watch season one now and you could like i legit went back and saw what back and watched uh the final episode of season one because you could like you, it brought you full circle so i was like wow they're going to do this injustice. Now, I will say this. Grant Gustin made a good point. I always thought the end game was for him to go off into the void and for him to disappear. And Grant Gustin said that was his idea. He brought it to Eric Wallace. And Eric said, no, we kind of already had something like that with, with, with Green Arrow giving his life. And you know what? With that being said in that way, I, I have to agree with that. I have to agree that they made that Eric Wallace made the right call in not doing that and giving them the happy ending because if you think about it, the Flash and Spider Man, mainly Barry Allen's Flash and Peter Parker, they don't really get many happy endings. There's nothing they very rarely have happy anything. It's always them having to make a sacrifice. 
And I actually liked the ending. Once once I saw the interview, I said, okay, I like that. And I appreciate it even more because I said, you know what? That makes sense. So the ending I'm okay with. And I'm also, I thought it was cool that he was passing on uh, his, his speed to the next generation of uh, speedsters. Um, but other than that, the last the last three episodes were god awful. And you know what? Someone said, "What about the nostalgia?" Soul Chemical. If I want nostalgia, I can go. I, I just saw your stress wrestle. I'm good. I, I I'm not the one to bring up nostalgia. Even when I see stuff like Deadpool three, where you have Wolverine, it people say nostalgia. I don't think I don't see it as a nostalgia. I see it as I put money that they're going to bring it all together. And make it work so that way it makes sense with not just Logan, but the Deadpool timeline as well. I don't see it as nostalgia. Now, 20 years from now, if I'm watching a movie and Hugh Jackman's still playing Wolverine, that's a different fucking story. That is a different story. They must have something really good planned up their sleeve in order to get Hugh Jackman back. You follow what I'm saying? So that's not nostalgia. This was nostalgia by bringing all the past villains back, like Savitar, Zoom... Uh, blood work, not blood work. Um, Godspeed, um, Eobard Tharm, whatever, right? But that was just pure nostalgia. But you had them lose. And think about this: these were his greatest rivals in this show, people that only the Flash could beat. And you had the sidekicks beat them. And these weren't the original OG sidekicks. This wasn't Vibe. This wasn't Caitlyn. This wasn't Killer Frost. These were people that no one cared. Let's be real. No one cared about that. I, I, that the Chester guy, I guess the, the Cisco replacement, don't don't care. The Allegra, I know nothing about. Don't care. Like, I remember when they, I remember I was still watching it when she, when her and uh, what well, wasn't HR Wells? It was like the Adventurer Wells, whatever his name was, where he was. Um, like trying to, I guess that was his like former sidekick or child or whatever. I want that to let you know how far or back I, I haven't watched it. Um, I remember seeing her there and I was like, pretty young lady. Looks like she's a kid. She seems like she's a decent actor. Can care less though. I could truly care less. Like I, I watched the flash show to see the flash. And one thing I will say, they tried the same thing with Arrow, but the problem was, no, it wasn't a problem. It was the same. It was the same problem that happened with Arrow. Happened here. It was noticeable when when Oliver Queen wasn't around for too long. And if it didn't make sense, it didn't make fucking sense. Now the benefit they had was so many mainstays kept leaving that you couldn't just put um, like him to the back burner too much. You know, and I don't think he was. I think the times where he wasn't in most episodes, it was because it had to be. Um, he had like when he got air quotes killed by Rachel. Go, that made sense because it was then adding another character to the lore that was gonna help him come back to life, right? Because he had saved his son or tried to protect his son or whatever. So that was a different story. Um, but as far as as far as far as this goes, we wouldn't see Barry for full episodes. We wouldn't see the Flash for weeks, and. I don't know. Like, I'm turning out. I feel like once they gave Eric Walsh the reins, whatever his name is, um, after Crisis, they didn't know what to do. 
So that was like their magnum opus, and I feel like Arrow had Arrow ended at the right time because they didn't know where to go. And I know people are, are not going to see. I'm not not going to see CW, dude. Like I, I remember, <laughs> I remember one time I'm sitting there. It's like season four of Arrow. I'm sitting there, and you could clearly see the the, the, the stunt double for uh, Stephen Amell and the stunt double for the villain. And I text Jonathan Esther, I said, man, they're better than this. He texts me back and said, no, they don't. No, they're not. It's a CW. Like, they're not. We know the limitations that CW had. We know it. So, no, I'm not going to knock them for the CGI. CGI's never been that great. And plus, CGI is hard when I'm sure you have the budget they have while trying to tell a cohesive story with a, with a speedster and everything like that. But... It was awful. Like, the only thing that was good was the end. And that's because they got their ending. Like, it, it, it but like bringing back Eddie for Cobalt Blue for one episode, that's weird, bro. That's just weird. Once again, part one is a master class in telling a story and bringing things full circle. I don't know what happened after that, though. You're gonna blame, you tell me Grant Gustin had, had had COVID for that long? I don't believe that. I don't. I refuse. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it that was a that was an old that was an old yeller killing. That was a mercy killing. And I'm sorry for all the like. I'm sorry for all the people who had faith that it would be better. I I truly am sorry for that because. This show had such a following, more so than Arrow. I remember season one of Flash, people quit their legitimate jobs to start YouTube channels based on this TV show. Like, that's how powerful this show was at one point. And um, I know people were mad that Cisco, uh, I don't know his real name, but the character that played Cisco didn't come back. Why would he? Did you see the product they had? Why in the blue fuck would he? That That's not... No, I wouldn't either. He probably read what they had and said, I'm good, thanks. So, I don't know, but I'm not going to keep saying the same things over and over and over again. Look, at the end of the day, it's unfortunate that one of the... This will, and when I think of the Flash, I think I will think of Grant Gustin. He will be the essential, essential Flash, um, for the rest of my time living on this earth, and, um, and I appreciate everything the Arrowverse brought to entertainment. I don't care what anyone says; they did something that the movies could never do. They brought together a crisis on infinite earths. Whatever you think about its flaws, I don't care. I will always give that crossover a ten out of ten. Because of everything they pulled together, all their resources, and I know Michael Rosenbaum, and a couple other people said they didn't offer them enough money to come back. That's fine. I, I get that. They probably put so much money. I put money that at Ezra Miller cameo alone cost them probably two, three hundred thousand dollars. So I'm not gonna sit there and knock if we're not bringing back someone who I feel was important to the Arrowverse, who helped start the whole verse thing, air quotes. But I'm also not gonna kill them for that either i i get it they had stay they had so many people come in from that from everything and so 
I appreciate everything that this this universe brought entertainment wise. It's just unfortunate that it limped to the finish line. And Jonathan Esser said it in a, in a private conversation. This was last year. He said it didn't hit the way he felt it should hit. That's a damn. That's a that's that's tough to fucking hear. That's tough to hear. But it didn't hit like it should have hit. Honestly, so and that's because the CW, for as much as they've done, they've also refused to evolve in so many ways. So. Uh, rest in peace, Arrowverse. Thank you for everything you have given to these characters. I do hope that I don't. I doubt he's in the Flash movie, Grant Gustin. But I do hope to see Grant Gustin, Oliver, uh, Stephen Amell plays characters one last time as just a, as a just a nod and a wink to everything they brought to that universe. So I'm still chemical. This is your Wednesday show, and we are out.